Hi, and welcome to episode 114. I talk about intuition in your business all the time, but now I want to talk about intuition management style of your business. That means using your intuition for the management of what you do day to day. So let's get into it. Hi, my name is Catherine Mahoney, and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership, and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. Before we start, I wanted to let you know that we can have a live conversation about the topics in the podcast, any questions you have, or just have a great conversation live on the new Wisdom app. Check out the Wisdom app link in the notes below. I talked to a lot of people who either recognize that they use their intuition as part of their business, but more in client interaction, networking, and direct response with people, maybe choosing partnerships, but not necessarily in the decision-making of their day-to-day activities in their business. Sometimes that stretches people a little bit. What do you mean day-to-day? I mean your pricing. I mean financial decisions. I mean your marketing. I mean your strategy, your creation of things. That's what I'm talking about when I say the intuitive management style of your business. It may seem like a weird, quirky kind of thing, but when we really look at it and think about it, what does it mean to make intuitive decisions or decisions from our intuition. It's a whole nother level, isn't it? When we think about decisions, we think, okay, our checklist, our pros and cons, you know, getting all the data we need, seeing if it excites us, then we move forward. What if we made our decisions based on our intuition? Whoa, like that sounds crazy, right? But does it? Because I know from experience, and I know from working with many, many people through these many decades, that when intuition becomes the driving force, the rudder for decision-making, it's a total game-changer. And I mean in a good way, in a great way. I'm talking about clarity. I'm talking about absorbing these decisions in. I'm talking about being so on board with your direction that there's this inspiration, this confidence, this strength behind it, this knowing that this is the right direction to go. There is huge strength and confidence in that. And that's what intuition gives. So if we bring intuition to the front of our business, to the very core of our business, 
when we make decisions on how our business runs, who we hire, what jobs they do, how we spend our money, how we do our pricing, what technology do we use, marketing, what social media should we use, what should we post, when should we post, (laughs) all of that stuff and junk. Blogs, what should we write, when should we write it? What if you followed your intuition? Hmm, it's interesting to think of the answers I get from this. Now, people are generally pretty open and excited about this, but then they're a little confused. Does it mean inaction? Does it mean I'm just waiting for things to come together? No, it does not. What it means is you take the time to listen and be centered to your intuition. Let's go a little deeper into this. So I want you to figure out, let's, for example, say your pricing. You're going to redesign your pricing. Maybe you started your business. Maybe you're adding something new. You're trying to figure out the pricing. And we got the old way of doing pricing. We have an hourly rate. We figure out what all our costs are, what our profit margin is. We have all these things. That's great. That's important to know that, okay? But what about the structure of our pricing? What about our value of ourselves and what we provide others in regarding to our pricing? That's a different perspective, and it comes from a totally different twist from just the old style of doing things. Instead of just adding everything up and adding 20%, 40%, 60% on top of what our costs are, And instead of thinking, well, hourly, what are the hourly wages for things or hourly consulting fees or coaching fees for something similar to what I offer, we're going to look at what does your intuition tell you? Now, yes, you do want to make sure that you are covering your costs and making some type of profit, but I still want you to go in and figure out just because It's the way to do things, or we've always done it this way, or it looks like an industry standard, doesn't mean you have to do it that way. That's right. It doesn't. Because you know what? At one point, it wasn't done that way. It changed. So do what feels right to you. Start looking at the way things are done, but I want you to look at how it needs to be done for you. How does it feel when you write it down as an hourly rate? Do you like having to watch a clock? Do you feel like the price? Do you feel like you give that amount of value and they get that much value back? Think about it. How does it feel? Do you feel good talking about it? Do you feel like do you feel like you're being acknowledged for the value you're giving? That you're acknowledging the value you have for yourself? Often people are more willing to price themselves below their actual value. Now, I get it. We don't want to price ourselves in the market. We want people to have the opportunity to work with us no matter where they're at. So look at different ways that you can do that. Maybe you group lower prices together. Figure out what feels good to you. What do you feel good about? What do you feel good talking about? What do you feel good explaining? How simple can you make it that feels right? That your intuition is like, bing, bing, bing. Your head isn't going, I don't really want to do that. Ugh, I don't like it that way. Or your mind isn't going, well, don't forget, we have to have enough margin for that. We'll have to cut costs. We'll have to get this many people. 
Now, I hate seeing those charts of like, okay, if I want to make this much money, I have to contact this many people per day, and then I have to close this many clients per week in order to make the income I want. What if you just felt comfortable about what you were doing and so you could talk about it more and it was easier to write the blogs and put the information out because you knew more about what you were selling and you felt good about it. You felt good about telling people and and presenting what you had to sell. Doesn't that make a bigger difference? So allow that intuition to guide you. What about in your marketing? Do you feel good about what your marketing is doing? Do you feel good about what it says? Do you feel good about how it represents you? (laughs) Is it because someone told you it had to be a certain way and had to be structured and you had to post three times a day and it had to be this and it had to be that? You had to do this and you have to do that. Does that does that ring true to you? Does it feel awkward to you? Is it uncomfortable to you? Is it matching up what you want to do? Again, just because it's always done that way doesn't mean it has to, and it doesn't mean it's going to be that way in the future. Things are already changing drastically. Some of it's not even out in the public yet. So if you don't like how your marketing plan looks, you don't like how someone presented to you, it doesn't feel good, it makes you go, oh, I don't want to be doing that, then find out what feels good. Find out what your intuition draws you to, what lights you up, what gets you inspired, what brings more out of you, what allows you to talk about the value that you have to people. This is an intuitive management style. Your intuition will guide you. You don't have to be like everybody else. We get so caught up in this cycle, and so we want to stop doing that. We all need to stop doing that. We've been in this do it certain ways for too long. It's time for the shift. Once you be ahead of the curve and set that new way. We're going for be who you are. Because when you are yourself, when you're sharing what you have at this level, there's something just magical about it. I know I use the word magical, but there it is. It just feels like, whoa, synchronicity. Oh my goodness, how's this happening? That is when you have an intuitive management style. When you bring your intuitive management style into hiring people, when you bring your intuitive management style to what you're going to offer, I mean, specifically what you're going to offer. Are you going to offer courses? Are you going to create a network of podcast channels? Are you going to create an inner circle where you're going to have like a miniature mastermind, a group learning? Are you going to do all emails? Are you going to do blogs? Are you going to write a book? Are you going to write a series of books? What are the things that feel good that don't feel like everybody else is doing it so you need to do it that way, but that feels good and right to you? If everybody's doing year-long masterminds and you're like, ooh, a year sounds icky to me, don't do a year. Do what feels right to you. Do what you feel is exciting. Do what rings true. When the chatter isn't going and the ick feeling isn't happening, you're on the right track. But if you get the ick and you've got all these chatter boxes going, I don't know. I mean, if I did it for a year, that would require this. And what about holidays and blah, blah, blah. Then don't do it for a year. If you think to yourself, if I could just do it for six months, that would be great. Do it for six months. Yes, but everybody is offering a year. Well, great. Then not enough people are offering it for six months. 
I think that's a good thing. Just offer it for the six months. You know what? There might be a window there of opportunity. Maybe you're going to like rip the bandaid off and show people it can be done in six months. Can you do what the other people are doing in a year in six months? Is it because that's the amount of time you want to commit to it? Figure out what that is. Figure out what feels good. Figure out what feels right. Figure out what flows to you. Because when you do that, you are in the intuitive management style. That is when you are in flow. When you are making decisions because you don't have the chatterbox going and you don't have the ick or the worry or the concern or, well, if we make it work, you know, all this positive, bogus information. When you have that Goldilocks zone of you're like, that's what feels right to me, then do it. Go in it. Jump forward. Don't stop. Keep on a going with it. Because when the idea and the moment hits you, that's when you need to take the reins and do it. That's when you take the ball forward. That's an intuitive management style. It's a trusting, open, actionable, reliable management style. I did that totally in the wrong order. So we're going to go back through that one more time. When we do the four steps of intuition, we go through being open, expecting intuition to be there, which means reliable, right? Trusting that it's heading us in the direction we need to go and acting upon it. If we are open and we expect it to be there and we trust it, but we don't act on it, well, boo on us because we're not taking the moment that has been given where things are lined up. But what if we do take that action? And that includes the thoughts and ideas. If you are doing social media or a blog or a podcast or whatever it is that you're marketing out and you get the idea to talk about something specific, something quirky, something weird, something informative, whatever it is, do it then. Do it in that moment if you possibly can. Make a note of that so you can go back to it when you're in the position to do it. Make sure you write it down. Have a little sticky pad note where you can write these things down next blog. And then put it out there as soon as you can or as soon as the next posts are. Because that is the topic you're supposed to cover and somebody's waiting for it to be out there. And that puts you in the Goldilocks zone of the intuitive management style. That's right. You can run your business with intuition. Seriously. In fact, when things seem to be going well and you're in synchronicity and you're like, whoa, things are lining up, you are running your business from intuition. That's just how it is. I don't know how to explain it any other way. Because we know the difference between the chattering of questions and comments and double checking and second guessing going on in the back of our minds. We know the stomach drop of fear, the anxiety, the worry if it's not going to work out right. We also know over positive thinking when we're like, no, nah, it's probably isn't going to work, but I'm just going to believe it. I'm just going to believe it. Those are not going to get you where you need to go. And you can settle those down to a lot of the actions I've given in past podcasts. So check out a few past podcasts. They give you some direction of how to release this stuff. You can get into the Goldilocks zone. Once you get in the Goldilocks zone, 
you're making business decisions left and right. You know what you're charging. You know what your speech is. You know what you're going to offer. You know what your niche is going to be. You know how you're going to talk to people, what you're going to share. It starts to flow. The ideas come together and you feel it to your core of what is true of what you want to say. Now, here's the thing. There's a lot of programs out there teaching you the plan to do this and the plan to do that. Here's the actual marketing plan and you need accountability and you need this and you should have it this way. You know why? Because they want to make money off you because they all teach you the exact same thing, okay? They're going to take you through the same rigmarole. What's your why? What's your niche? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you do need to know who it's for, but honestly, when it comes right down to it, who is this for means who are you talking to? Who is this audience? What do they love? What are they interested in? What is your why? Uh, man, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not interested in the why. Why are you doing this? I want to know, does it feel good? Are you enjoying it? What parts don't you like? What parts do you like? What would you like to do more of? What aren't you doing that you would love to be doing? If you're doing all of that, then let's just expand it and take it to the next level. You know, that why can just take you down so many different trails that to be honest with you, it's about knowing what makes you happy, what drives you forward, what gets you excited to do it, what inspires you forward, what keeps you in the Goldilocks zone. This is what you really need to know to run your business. There's a lot of people who have businesses, their why isn't about it. You know, having a why is not the do-all, end-all. It's a great sales pitch. But the truth of the matter is, do you like what you're doing? Can you talk about it? Do you feel good talking about it? Do you feel good sharing about it? Do you feel confident in sharing about it? Do you feel clear when you're talking about it? Can people hear you? and understand you when you talk about it? And are you getting action from when you talk about it? See, it's very simple, really. When you have your intuition flowing, it is your why. Because it is the rudder, it is the light that sets each step up for you. We worry so much about plans and accountability and all that. You know what? I don't like this whole accountability movement. If I can't be accountable for myself, why would I want someone else to do it? Plus, I follow my intuition. Sometimes I think something's a good idea and I talk myself into it. And I realize when I start going with my intuition, I am going the wrong way and I need to change directions. But if I've got some monkey on my back, this accountability partner, who doesn't understand intuition or understand my intuition and wants to pressure me to be on a goal in a certain timeline or stay within a certain parameter, I'm losing innovation and I'm losing creativity. Yes, I want to stay on task and stay in plan, but if I'm walking down the wrong way, I'm wasting so much time. The more important part is knowing and following the path forward, feeling good about it, feeling confident, feeling clear moving forward. I become foggy and disoriented and unclear about where I'm going, the last thing I want to do is move forward. 
I don't want to be talked into something that I know I don't want to be doing because they say it's the only way to do it. It's not going to help me. That's why all these people are stuck and that's why so many people call me. Because I want you to go the way that your intuition, that you're supposed to go. I'm going to help you identify and clear the way so you can see what's lit up in front of you. I'm going to give you some pointers and some some tourist directions of where you can find water and food and a place to rest along the way and maybe some interesting ideas that you can attach yourself to. But more than anything, it is about you finding your way. What excites you? What motivates you forward? What brings you to the next step? Because when you get in line with what really drives you, when you get in line with what your path is in front of you, when you are clear, clear as day about what you are doing, where you are going, and the purpose for you doing what you're doing, there's no effort. It requires no effort. It's true. What it does require is for you to be open, for you to expect your intuition to always be available for you, to trust that is leading you where you need to go, to learn what you need to learn, and then act upon it. Because that is when synchronicity happens. So keep it simple. Be at ease with yourself and allow intuition to light the path. Now I want to remind you that we can talk live. That is real time live together. Have a conversation about the topics in the podcast, about business, about mindset, about intuition on the app Wisdom, which you'll find in the notes. I look forward to having a conversation with you. Thanks for listening to the Clearly Catherine podcast. If you love the show, share it with a friend, the more the merrier, and we'll see you next time.